0: It'll go something like that. Okay. Hey everyone. And um yep, I'm gonna get there. Okay. Hey, welcome to the Expedition One podcast. We have a special guest today. His name is Edward Shin. He's from uh Crocom Outdoors. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, okay, sweet. Edward, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me here. Let's uh let's talk about Crocom Outdoors and what you do and all that fun stuff and what we just did to your truck.
1: Oh yeah, man. I want to just talk about the truck, what you guys (laughs) done, but um yeah, just a brief intro. Um, Krokema Outdoors is primarily started off as a backpacking YouTube channel, okay. uh, where I went backpacking, recorded that stuff on my cell phone and on a GoPro. And I didn't think much of it. I just want to record my adventures and look back on it, maybe 10, 20 years from now and just say, Hey, I did that. And you know, it's better than pictures. And then,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then I made a video and people started watching it and commenting on it. And people said, Hey, what gear are you bringing? I said, okay, I'll make a video on my gear. And just kind of blew up and then kind of down the line i I was like man i'm getting a little older i'm married to my wife now and she likes backpacking but she likes more of the comforts Mm. and you can't really backpack i mean i used to carry like 50 60 pounds and that can only carry so much and that's even that's (laughs) excessive right Yeah. yeah so we went car camping and then we're like okay car camping's fun right but we want to go, you know, a little bit more remote and she doesn't like crowds and I don't like crowds too much mm-hmm. either. And then we noticed, Hey, there are certain things we need more and more and more. And then it just turned into overlanding, <laughs> overlanding, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah. And then as we start to build up the, the, our vehicle or whatever we need to take us out there, I mean, generally speaking, you can technically go somewhere in a Camry, you know? Right. And yeah. True. Yeah. And yep. and then, you, of course, you have limits. Now, if you go river crossing and stuff like that, then of course there's and or if you go camping in the winter, which we love doing, mm-hmm. so and then you're going to need to upgrade your tires and stuff like that. yeah, so that's how it just evolved. And then I started filming that stuff, and more and more people love watching, and I said, okay, this there's an audience. Um, I'm serving the people who are watching, and it's great. nice. And then, yeah, so I had a tundra before this, and mm-hmm. i on on my video. When I was interviewing you, I told you that, um, I knew about expedition one because I wanted a swing out for my Tundra Yeah,
2: yeah right. and okay. everyone
1: in the Tundra community that I talked to wanted one of those things and they love it. Right. So a friend of mine has it too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is on my list. I got everything I want on the Tundra. I even have a hitch mounted swing out, which I want to change. And then, um, actually what ended up happening was, uh, Few months before i was actually going to like try to pull the trigger and order from the website and all that um i was doing a commercial shoot with Benchmade knives <clears throat> excuse me
2: mm-hmm.
1: so when we did the shoot there was a scene where i was driving on the forest with the truck and uh there was a kind of a turn and we did that take like 10 15 times it feels like and mm-hmm. say okay let's do one more <laughs> and they <laughs> and I will take always on that last take (laughs) It is always on that. It was the last and final take for that Tantra. And they said, and it was all my fault. Okay. Just that's the disclosure, full disclosure. They said, Hey, if you feel comfortable going down this road again on that turn a little bit faster for the shot. And I mean, they, the production was ridiculous. They had like, we were in the middle of the forest and they had wired up these, these cameras on a, on a a cable that Mm -hmm. kind of follows the truck and and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Yeah. And it was high-end, all this crazy stuff. So there was like 15, 15 guys just like waiting around that bend. And they said, okay, with the walkie-talkie, they said, okay, if you feel comfortable, you can do it. And I said, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it a shot. And of course, I, maybe it's too much pride and ego and all that stuff, and that just kind of blinded me. And I was driving down, I was like, okay, I'm gonna make a couple miles a little bit faster, make this really cool, kick up some dust as I turn. Mm-hmm. And as i was turning i must have caught a slippery gravel patch or something because that turn ended up i, I understood way oh. more than i wanted to mm. or no, that was typical than the other 10 takes right mm-hmm. so it ended up there was a tree over there that i thought i was able to kind of miss mm. but ended up getting my right uh passenger fender side oh wow and i thought it was just going to be a matter of replacing the fender because it didn't seem too bad the the lights went out the lights were broken mm-hmm. and it was just a fender but you know the body shop said hey there's a, a fracture in your frame oh mm-hmm. so it's a total so the crazy thing Dude. was that happened right around the time where um the car used car values were going up mm-hmm. so my insurance actually ended up paying me more than what i paid for oh, the car wow. brand oh. new yeah which was ridiculous that yeah that's so crazy. Yeah. And then that ended up going to the Ram Mm -hmm. and then, and I did a lot of research. I was like, okay, I want to get another Tundra, but there's none on the market right now at that Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay. And then the next thing was the Ram and I, and I researched it. It was reliable for the, you know, relatively speaking. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had any issues with it so far. Mm -hmm. So I started building it up. And if you know, if you see my Tundra and my Ram, you'll notice a lot of similarities down to wrap color. (laughs) Cause I wanted to build it a very similar, so it built it up back again. And then I was like, okay, now it's time. When I had to swing out again on there, I was like, it's, I can barely fit in my garage. It's too long. Mm. And when I'm in Detroit and I'm looking at the rear cam and I'm on some washboard, just kind of flailing around and I'm like, man, I, I need to work, get this Expedition 1 <laughs> swing out. Mm. Nice. And nice. then that's when I reached out to Expedition 1 and I said, fingers crossed, I want to benefit you guys build up the ram and do something and uh lo and behold um, i got super lucky and i'm grateful that we got i am here right now with freaking badass ram rebel (laughs) out in your garage yeah no
0: it looks really good yeah very uh i think it turned out really good yeah i I like the colors by the way i think your color pick wrap right Yes. which that kind of surprised me originally when i was looking at them, like it was textured and i was like is that yeah. kind of like some kind of armor lining or something and mm. but then when those guys told me it was a wrap i was pretty impressed i'd never seen a wrap like that so yeah well when i had my good. tundra
1: i had a wrap just like that but it was matte green mm-hmm. um it was a little bit darker green mm-hmm. but what i noticed is when i get pinstripes on the trails the pinstripes are way more prominent like you can tell on the ram that there's pinstriping but on the yeah. tundra it was way more noticeable mm-hmm. so this time around i said hey i want something that's a little bit uh more durable i guess Mm, and it looks it hides the scrap pinstriping a little better so when i did some research avery dennison has a line called the rugged line Mm. so it's supposed to be a little bit more durable okay Mm -hmm. so that's what i put on there
3: that's nice nice yeah
0: Yeah. it looks really good
3: it looks good yeah no that's cool
0: that's a cool setup. We're glad that you, you picked us. You know what I mean? Oh man. And, um, glad that you're, uh, happy with it. You. you seem to be happy with it. So more than
1: excited. I mean, <laughs> I I'm actually, when I first saw it being done in the process, it's one thing, but when it's done and I was like walking around it, I was, I didn't know what to say, I was just like, all I could say was it's beautiful, Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't even know if that's even justifying what it actually looks like in person, you know? And, um, yeah. But I'm super stoked.
0: Yeah. Nice. Glad you like it. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little more about, yeah, let's talk a little more about, so you kind of told us how Crocom got started, right? Mm-hmm. So how, long, how many years have been have you been doing that? So I haven't made videos seriously. It was just like hobby, you know, and
1: it's right. still yeah, a yeah. hobby. I have a nine to five job. I'm a, mm-hmm. I am work in the uh, mortgage lending industry okay. as an underwriter. Okay. Oh, okay. But yeah, so this is a side, this is like a uh, um, hobby, but it was about maybe three or four years starting in like 2016 where i just did like backpacking loosely just whenever i felt like it was convenient to put videos out mm-hmm. and then the overlanding content has been a couple of years now mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. and that's when i've been more trying to be more regular because not only was it fun i loved doing it and you know the demand, like people kept asking for more and more videos, like. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I can only do so much, you know. But mm. the goal is one video a week is
0: what I try to do. Oh, that's yeah, that's really good. That's a good goal. If you're yeah. if you're getting close to it too. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can be hard. It can be hard carrying. A, you have a full time job and then you're trying to do something on the side, right? Even like us doing this podcast, it's kind of like we have like the same goal, but. We're not even close. One of, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is, like, one, one this is episode is ten, but I mean, we're, <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, uh, we've yeah. we've been getting a little better. You know, It's,
3: it's time-consuming more than you think. I mean, the, yeah. the videos, the editing, and and all that goes into the the backside. Is, it does. Yeah. Well, but
0: I mean,
1: this podcast room is impressive. Like this is it. You it looks like this room is primarily for podcasting, right? Mm-hmm. Or that's the
0: pretty much the impression I'm getting.
1: We we stick a lady over here in the corner <laughs> to do like some bookkeeping, some bookkeeping and stuff <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> we make the bookkeeping. It's pretty much the
0: podcast out. room. Yeah, <laughs> we used to we had it out in the uh, the main showroom, and I'm like, let's move it in here. Yeah. She wasn't yeah. super excited, but that's all right. She got over it. She she deals with She's my, flexible. my stuff. She's flexible. Yeah, well, this <laughs> is good. Yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks for coming on and liking it and stuff. What other questions do we have for him? Okay. So Crocombe Outdoors, right? Yes. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Where are you? Instagram, Facebook.
1: I'm on uh, Instagram and YouTube for Not my Facebook. content.
0: Okay. I do have a Facebook channel. but it, I don't really. I don't really. It doesn't really go in, too far. No. Yeah. I mean,
1: I I do have it to give my Facebook followers notification when a video is released oh, on okay. YouTube. Yeah. And people will watch it through there. Mm-hmm. But um, I can you know my plate. I can only juggle so many. Yeah. Things, makes so.
0: sense. Mostly Facebook and Instagram then. Uh,
1: Instagram and YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. and Instagram, Sorry, yeah. Yeah. Not Facebook. No.
0: Yeah. See the kids yeah. say Facebook's
1: for old people. <laughs> they do. That's what my kids say Yeah. Me, they, they do. So. You know what's crazy is I, <laughs> I noticed like on YouTube, it's more of like um you have your like the mead content right and instagram mm-hmm. is stuff that you can connect with your uh, followers like instantaneously right so mm-hmm. i do the instagram stories i do comment back on instagram um, mm-hmm. comments that people leave and on youtube i try to respond to comments but it's not as quick and immediate right mm-hmm.
0: yeah so rams i would say it's a good choice but then here's the question is that going to be traded out here in a couple of years for a new tundra
1: No, that's a good question. Have you you
0: been in one? Have you driven one?
1: Have you experienced them? I haven't. But you know what's funny is that question gets asked so much. Does it really? A lot. People are like, "When the new Tundra's out. Why don't you trade in the Ram? I'm like, no. Once I start investing my time and energy and effort into building one, I'm going to stick to it. I would have never gotten a Ram if that Tundra didn't crash. Right. You know, so I get that question. When people ask me that, I go, you know, I don't really know too much about it yet. You know i hear things lately i've heard more about like the transmission and the engine issues and stuff like that um so based on that alone that just kind of kills what to Toyota's known bit. for yeah mm-hmm. like if you want to argue why toyota is better as a platform for overlanding than compared to any other brands or you know uh manufacturers is that yeah. they're reliable mm-hmm. now you take that away and what happens do they look good <laughs> or can you mm-hmm. do they have a lot of aftermarket support you know, um, mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to when reliability starts to kind of falter. Mm-hmm. Right. But I don't know yet. I don't know. It's, it hasn't been the new one. The, the new generation hasn't been around long enough. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It and it's
0: going to be a bit of wait and see on that one. Cause that one, I, I know that was a bit of a jump, particularly with having to, I mean, er, everything's about gas mileage now. Right. Yeah. So it was moving into a turbo kind of setup. Plus it's like a, the hybrid option is a part of it too. Right so that was that was an interesting jump i mean ford did the job um usually toyota well the engineers from toyota that i've talked to bid it or bill it as a as their company is a evolutionary company not a revolutionary company mm. so usually they're not doing any big changes right, right. it's very rare for that to happen mm-hmm. um but having now that we have new tundra they did big changes. They it's, did. It's very much a different, different thing. So it was a, it's probably a larger jump than they're used to. I would imagine it's going to take them a little bit longer to, to feel into that kind of set up into that motor. I mean, it's a good motor. Yeah. I mean, it's fast and yeah, I, I, I haven't had any issues with ours and you know, yeah, It's it, maybe it's because it's a Toyota that you hear about every issue. You that, know what I mean? You and that's I mean? the thing. I mean,
1: it might be that one truck out of 10,000, but then that's the one that gets, you know, mm-hmm. reverberated and that's it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's at the same time, if you're having a good time with it, but you know, what they say is new generation comes out. The first year is always the year where mm-hmm. they're working out the kinks. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time might not have many kinks, you know, you, mm-hmm. you just never know. But I trust Toyota. I mean, you're right what you said about earlier is even not just the trucks even the cars and the, the the coupes and the sedans like they're kind of behind and you know people have those things like the interiors hold mm-hmm. yeah. and all that right. stuff. but yep. but it, it's because i think it's because it works right yeah yeah that's it's exactly functional. what it is it's functional mm-hmm. and uh, uh and i think that's what you know that brand is like and that's what they built at that, that reputation for reliability Mm -hmm. because they don't they don't fix something that's not broken exactly Mm -hmm. that's
0: that's exactly how they do it man toyota is um i'm impressed with toyota they're probably probably one of my favorite if not my favorite um companies but Mm -hmm. i would say i mean ram's right up there with them jeep Mm -hmm. and ram for some reason i tend to keep two vehicles and it's toyota's and jeeps Jeeps. for some reason it's just what i keep and have lying around and stuff like that but the new tundra i will tell you this there i will give you a warning if you want to avoid buying one don't get in one yeah (laughs) because when i said like they when they made changes when they did this is the most changes i've ever seen toyota do in one big Mm -hmm. fell swoop in a truck and um I really like the interior of those man they're super comfy i haven't
1: been in one but i've seen the pictures and the videos they're pretty they've hit it out of the park in my opinion like you know and people ask me that what i think about that interior i'm like they did a good job yeah i know some people had their reservations about the grill Mm -hmm. right i
0: mean it's what happens every time man it's they come out with something and everyone's like that's kind of ugly like they did that with the in my the tacoma in my opinion you're looking at the front end of the 2016 tacoma and i'm like what were they thinking? But then, you know, then it kind of grows on you. You get a, you you know, people put lifts and tires on them and they start driving around and you're like, Oh, that looks pretty good with the, with those bigger tires and wheels. And then pretty soon we're doing big facelifts on them and putting bumpers on them and they look sick, you know? So we just, it's, it's just getting used to that new style. I mean, I think we've all finally adapted to Chevy's new three quarter ton, right? I mean, that took a while it looked like it was like they put the grill on upside down or something Mm -hmm. you know but we've all kind of accepted it
1: well i think it's just part (laughs) of that design language they are trying to adopt because if you look at lexus the spindle grill is like big you know and uh speaking of huge yeah and honestly like if i could still you know at the time when i was looking for the replacement for the tundra people say would you have waited for the new tundra you know or if there was one available that i wanted like the off-road or the trd pro would i get it i'd still get the older one for me personally because Mm -hmm. i don't mind a few of the luxuries that i that are lacking for the functionality and just enjoyment of it right like so Mm -hmm. for example um we had a kia telluride oh yeah Yeah, yeah. family car yeah yeah and it had all these cool stuff like you know it had 360 camera that you know all that cool gadgets it had so many other things right what we ended up doing was uh, it's been about maybe four months since we had and we traded it in because before we got that car we were looking around to trying to get a lexus gx460 Mm, and then the dealer was like we finally got one and it's available brand new on the lot Mm -hmm. the person who put in the deposit for it backed out because the person got laid off and i told my wife you know what um Cause we know inside the GX 460 right now, there's not as much, uh, it's still outdated. It's still outdated. That's a common mm-hmm. thing. You hear it about is. it. But I said, you it know is. what, we're going to ride around this thing forever. We'll pass it down to our baby girl. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, there's still a thing that I can't quite explain when I get into that compared to the Tayloride, even though it had all these little things in there, which are supposed to make it more convenient and mm-hmm. feeling good driving it around. I drive around the GX 460. And there's just a, a feeling i feel more there's more of an emotion mm-hmm. driving around that car mm-hmm. so i said I, you know katie i'm just gonna buy this one and this will be your car but i'll drive it once in a while and be treated in the telluride so that's what's in the driveway right now back mm-hmm. at home nice. yeah yeah and you know same way I thought, yeah thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we like yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna yeah. be with us forever yeah, yeah.
0: good car. no they're so good uh, a friend of mine rebuilds a lot of toyota's and he told us like particularly the motors in those right i think those have the 47s right but he's like yeah you get 200,000 miles on those and they they're just getting warmed up yeah so, exactly yeah 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 Toys is a great company i, I like agree what what else should we talk about let's let's make this a, <laughs> let's let's go for at least 10 more minutes let's go 10, 10 more minutes i think okay. we can do it which well, we talk about i just i like his story we talk about?
3: about the evolution of you know, into overlanding from backpacking and to overlanding. Interesting. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, mean, that's I was actually thinking about cool that. Story. Going Okay. So <laughs> as you were talking about backpacking and 50 pound packs, I was thinking about how much my hips hurt. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we, I don't know. It's I don't think my, maybe it's our generation. Maybe it's the younger generation. I do not want to be that dude rolling around with uh, when I say rolling around, I mean, I don't, I don't get how people ha- pack such huge vehicles, right? RV.
2: Once
0: hmm. you drive down the highway here and drive down I 15 and you pass RV spot after I they're massive, right? And they've got a big old American flag, everything like, like that. 5 yeah. billion. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's so yeah. many out there. I don't get why people RV. I honestly don't get it because it seems crowded. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. Cause it's almost like they do it. And then they like meet their new neighbors. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm really probably talking about somebody's grandparents or somebody's Lots parents. It's people. not my parents, totally... but they do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they love it and it's nothing against them, but I just feel like our generation's a little bit, not quite like that. Plus for me is, and I think you hit the nail on the head. It's not being around everybody. It's being out away and and solitude and silence mm-hmm. and, uh, it's so nice. So you know what I mean? And backpacking's one thing, but man, when it comes like, I'm only in my mid forties and dude, I can't even imagine doing like a five mile hike yeah. with a 50 pound pack. Yeah. I mean, I did that when I was a teen and I could handle that, but now, I don't, I don't think I could make it too far. <laughs>
1: well, the thing was, uh, we love even kitty loves backpacking, but the straw that broke the camel's back was when we went, so we went to whole rainforest to go backpacking. And that's just one of a few other instances where something similar has happened, where, um, I don't mind camping in any weather, uh, environment or condition, right? Whether it's raining, snowing, sunny or whatever. Mm-hmm. So of course over there, it rains when we go, the thing is your pack once your tent, your rain fly all that starts to soak up the water. Oh yeah! Your fifty-pound pack becomes your sixty-five-pound pack, yeah. and then you got to carry yeah. that back out. And not only that, it just gets kind of uncomfortable, and miserable. Mm-hmm. So those kind of things, when you go overlanding or car camping, it's not like that. You know, of course, you mm-hmm. might get a little wet, but you can bring extra change of clothes. You mm-hmm. can, right. you know, put up an awning and stay dry. You know, mm-hmm. so it's uh, and those were kind of the experiences. We're like, you know, we prefer to do this stuff with a car a little bit more now, mm-hmm. and you can bring more food. You don't have to worry about rationing out your meals and stuff like that. And yeah. there is an age, I think, I agree with you. And when I was younger, I didn't mind the, the discomforts of mm-hmm. backpacking, but now. I think overlanding has spoiled me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll do it. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was actually thinking, too, when you were talking about somewhere in there, when we were talking about Toyotas, you brought up the Toyota camera. You were like, yeah, you can go overlanding. Yeah, absolutely. Camera. And you you really can. That's yeah. the truth of it. But then I was thinking, camera is not the ideal pick for most overlanding, particularly when we're talking about river crossing. But then yeah. I was thinking, you know what would be awesome is to get a toyota corolla because like i don't know if you knew this but like in afghanistan Mm -hmm. like everybody's old toyota corolla from america ends up in afghanistan like not even kidding yeah like well yeah but they love corollas man there is more toyota corollas on this planet in afghanistan than anywhere in the world i didn't know that yeah it's crazy like they all roll so i'm just thinking we should build an overland corolla (laughs) Well, is there, is there a particular reason why that's like that out there? I don't, it's probably cause they're cheap, right? So they're low cost. Um, like a lot of them, if you look at some of the pictures of them, like they've clearly like lifted them, they're yeah. like higher up and stuff like that. I just think it's, they're, they're cheap and they're just durable yeah. and you can just drag them across all sorts of dirt, unimproved, nasty roads. I think you I literally think going. that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do, was doing some research on Afghanistan a while back, like when, when the war there was hot and everything like that. And that was one of the craziest things that I, that came out of it was like, they have so many Toyota Corollas. Like when we're done with our Corollas, they literally ship them to hmm. Afghanistan. And it still keeps going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they keep using them. So I guess that's the, at least a couple years ago, on, it was the on pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's build one. Yeah. But just give it a little bit of lift. Keep the same little, little stock mm-hmm. tires, roof right? Rack. Do a little bit. Yeah, do a roof Flyers. rack. Yeah. We could do some rocker guards. We just we should just do a big aluminum skid plate all across the bottom, <laughs> right? That's and then it. put a snorkel mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, get some knobbier tires, you know? Mm-hmm. It'd be sweet, mm-hmm. dude.
1: And then take a trip out to Afghanistan
0: with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ship it over to Afghanistan. I, I don't think I want to go. There. No, <laughs> not right now. Well, there's lots of fun places you could go with one of those. I think it'd for be cool. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a plan. Should we do it? Yeah. Do it. Let's do are it. you
1: guys making more uh, like show cars like that and stuff? I, I know you guys have a feel with your Jeeps and stuff, but.
0: Yeah. I mean, we build new show cars every year. Mm-hmm. It seems like, really? I mean, um, what are we working on right now? So we got another Bronco. We did one for SEMA that wasn't ours. We gave it back, um, <laughs> but we have our Bronco that we're going to build for SEMO. we have our Tundra that we're going to build for shows, we have a Nissan Frontier that we're building for shows. Um is there anything else that we're building right this minute? Um, Besides, we the Tundra, mm-hmm. I'm taking the Tundra, the guys from Ready Lift are going to try and figure out a lift for the uh the um says it airbags in the back. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really doing anything, so we mm-hmm. want to see if they can do a lift that will incorporate that for the airbags for the back of it. So we can keep that. Um we just literally got the only tundra we could find. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, what do you want? I'm like, just give me one, and yeah, so we are a pretty loaded it. up one. So, yeah. um, but nothing our, else. Our hope new. is, yeah, our we hope is TRX we and have a few things that, yeah, T Rex, T R X. We want to build be that we better. plan on doing. Um, might be doing a 392 Hemi nice. Jeep JL. We think that would be fun. I really, what neat. I really want is I want one of those in a Gladiator. Like they just need to do it and they're probably planning on doing it, but they're just holding off. Yeah. They're just, they're just holding back a little bit, but that's going to be sweet. Well, what, then, do you, what do you do with your old ones then? Your old show cars? We usually sell them or I keep them. Yeah. If I really like it. Yeah. yeah. Stick it somewhere in a showroom and yeah. drive or drive it. So, but, um, yeah, we usually sell them. It's usually what we do if, if we're not going to keep them. I have a Tacoma up for sale right now. and And a gladiator uh, and a gladiator yeah our snazberry gladiator or snazberry red one out front i kind of want to keep it but then at the same time i'm kind of like i could pay off other stuff and yeah (laughs) right we could do other stuff with that money and we have we have at least two other vehicles um possibly four that we're planning on picking up before the end of the year and building so There's two that I'm not going to talk about because I don't know if we're going to get them, but we're working really hard to get those.
3: Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. And
0: those are going to be hopefully really sick SEMA trucks, but we'll find out.
1: Now, has the chip shortage been an issue?
0: Has that affected your... Oh, yeah. Should we talk about that fun stuff?
1: I mean, it's affecting all of us right now. Everybody, and
0: it's getting worse. I saw two articles yesterday. Uh, Ford is getting pounded because of the chip shortage. That's Mm -hmm. a big part of it. Um, yeah. It's affecting everything. Yeah, It's affecting everybody. It's affecting new car sales. Um, yeah. It's kind of crazy. Um, I think, I think the reaction to COVID now just opened open up a can of worms, but I mean, it made sense when we, when we started on it. And I think now, um, because I'm, and I'm not trying to be a weird snob, but I studied microbiology before I went into engineering. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. It was like one of those where I was walked in. What, what do they call those? Where you're like walking to like the big um it wasn't in a gym but it was like i guess they called them like something fairs right like major fair career fairs or whatever whatever major you wanted to do john yeah it was it was for your major right and i had not declared a major and i had no idea what i wanted to do and i'm wandering around and I looked at the business guys and they were all wearing suits and I thought they looked really uncomfortable. <laughs> and I was just like, Yeah, I don't want to do what those guys do. And <laughs> just um wanna wear a suit. Yeah. And then I saw um then I saw this girl, kind of this nerdy girl over there with some petri dishes. And I'm like, What are you doing? I'm like, oh microbiology. And I'm like, Oh. So she told me about it. I'm like, Oh, sure, let's try that. And um, <laughs> so I did microbiology with a pre med emphasis and I got quite a ways through it and then then I switched engineering, but yeah, long story short, like when, when I saw COVID coming, because I, I did some upper level courses on pandemics and stuff like that, Mm. I was like, this is going to be nasty. This is going to be really rough. Um, hopefully it's not going to be as bad as they say it is. I was really worried about the, when it comes down to this kind of stuff, it's always the immunocompromised. That's always what it boils down to Mm. elderly young and immunocompromised that always get hammered. Fortunately with this COVID, with this specific, uh, illness, it was mostly elderly and and the people with lots of comorbidities. It's the the usual people, right? They have um, you know, immunocompromised systems and stuff like that. I think now that we're several years into it, I think it's kind of like it. It from my standpoint, it's gone exactly the way it was gonna go. It was gonna go to where usually this is how it works. It's really nasty because you're literally you have code. A lot of people don't get what viruses are. They act like they're alive. It's not alive. Hmm. It is literally, here's this little, like the, the coronavirus, this is a little ball of a protein ball with little spikes and stuff on it, right? These spikes particularly have an interface with our cells, right? That's their purpose. And uh, effectively, it's just carrying code. That's really what's in there. There's no, there's nothing to make it a living cell structure organism, right? Cause like you can have a single celled orga- organism, right? Those are things, bacteria, single celled There's a lot of factory systems in there, a lot going on in there that actually make it a living thing, right? But when it comes to a, a virus, it's not alive, but it's similar to like an SD card. That's mm-hmm. what I compare it to. That's or a jump drive, right? You can't actually do anything with it, but when you plug into a, a computer, that code that's in there can now interface with the computer, right? right? And the problem is, is you're actually taking code that doesn't belong. It's not been processed by our system. It's been processed by something else and it's used to something else, but now our system and our enzyme ACE and our enzymes and stuff like that and the stuff that produces the code, that regenerates the code, the RNA code and everything like that, that develops the, the, the virus, it's now doing that. And um, our body knows that it doesn't belong there, right? And so then our body wants to react to that and attack it and change it and fix it because it's spreading throughout and it's damaging cells because that's what it does, right? It goes into the cell, the, the cell recodes and it builds up in the cell, the li- cell lysis is kills the cell and so it's damaging the body. Body wants to react to that, right? And um, we're just getting to that point where it, it's gone the direction where I figured it would go because what happens is, is as our bodies code it, it changes it morphs because we're coding it human dna is coding it. it's human systems human factory systems are coding this and changing this and slowly over time usually what happens sometimes you get it it turns nastier you can always get that lucky roll of the dice and you get a nasty one that's probably yeah. what delta delta probably was was it was a nastier version and now it's kind of like now we're an omicron and omicron this and now we're getting to the point where people are they're getting it and they're taking tests and they're not even the tests aren't really detecting it. And that's just because it's, it's diluting and that's a really good thing. And so we're getting to the end towards of, of what the pandemic probably is. I mean, it's never going to go away. This thing will be with us for the rest of our lives. Yeah. People will still get sick from it. Yeah. It's, it's just going to keep happening. What, what, what hopefully it'll do is it'll just piddle out to the point where it's not, we're not registering it. We're not registering that it's killing anybody. You know what I mean? Like right now you can, you, we can count it and we know same thing with the flu. The flu still tends to be nasty enough that we know. Yeah. Um, But we, if we can remove, you know, over time, if we, it, it, as our bodies are conditioned to it, and that's why it's like, I think like you're seeing like stuff happen in China where reaction, reactively they're, they're going so reactively against it. Right. And they want to shut it down. And it's like, Bro, that's a hard gig, right? They're trying, they've got a billion people there. They're in very condensed living spaces. I mean, that's a hard one to stop, right? Yeah. And, and because it, and the worst part of it is that it changes so rapidly, they can change so rapidly and, and we're only being able to verify the ones that, that changed that we're really only paying attention, I should say, or, or watching the ones that change that still are quite deadly. It's quite possible that there's, there's versions that have kind of like become very, you know, not deadly, I guess is the word, not virulent, right. Where it's, um, they're not really that dangerous to us. And so it's hard to say, man. Um, I just think that like, it's time to get back to, to living. You know what I mean? It's like, I I get that we've all become more aware of it and that's a good thing. Um, and we should all be very protective of one another. It's, it's a smart thing. Like I think my, my mom might have it right now. We don't know. She took a test and she's like, I got it. And then she took another test and she's like, she doesn't have it, but she feels terrible. Hmm. So, and she's in her seventies and stuff like that. So it's kind of like, yeah, she needs to be careful. And I don't want to get it. (laughs) I could have got it already. Who knows? You know what I mean? But
1: But it seems like it's heading in that direction where, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, uh, Katie and I, we have a flight book next weekend Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, masks are off now masks right Are off yeah oh really
0: yeah. on planes yeah. now yeah right it's just the hard part right. is that it's happening in like in in the u.s i think we're doing a pretty good job there was i i would say overall reactionary u.s had a pretty balanced approach some right. some places depending, went a little depending on where you yeah. were probably utah yeah. was awesome i thought utah was great it was like yeah we were very balanced in right my,
1: in well, yeah, it, my was it true idaho didn't even have a mask mandate
3: probably dude wyoming
0: <laughs> wyoming had a mass mandate and yeah. we went to wyoming and like people when we walked in with masks, people were like who are these guys like, yeah out of town. We, it was like, looked yeah. like yeah we yeah. look totally ridiculous and then we're like all right what? and then they sat us down at this restaurant man and they set us at the bar because there was hardly anywhere to sit and we yeah, we're was like, bad. okay that's fine and they said a dude right next to this dude me and him are bumping elbows the whole time you know what i mean it was <laughs> We were Definitely. wedged in there and I was like, well, I don't think these guys are too worried about the whole yeah. COVID thing, but yeah.
3: yeah. I think it's, it depends on where you were. Yeah, I
1: think yeah. I, I think so too. It can get pretty bad. Um, about a few months back, Katie and I, we just took like a weekend staycation type thing to Seattle, and which is mm-hmm. about three hours away from where we live now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we went there, we're like, okay, we're just gonna stay one night there. And we try to take monthly trips for the weekend somewhere just because of the baby. We'll have her mom watch the baby and we just yeah. have our couple time. Cause we don't really okay. get that anymore. Right. No. So nope. we said, the kids, yeah. So well, we exactly. I you love them, but at the same time, you're just kind of like, I, we'll leave you alone. And uh, so when we did that, we went to Seattle and I thought, okay, so that's when the mask mandate was still in effect. Mm-hmm. But over there, what happened was, um, any, You couldn't dine in any restaurant. You couldn't even step inside a restaurant if you didn't have a vac- proof of vaccination.
0: Oh, really? That's a little different. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, so there's the other uh, different extremes, you know? Yeah. Um, but right. then the thing was, we just went there a few weeks ago and, you know, just no masks anywhere. <laughs> really? Walking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, something must have happened over that time mm-hmm. where they now think it's okay. You don't need vaccination. It's all
0: good. Just have your food. And... I think everyone got Omicron and went oh well yeah dude in january everybody got sick except for him he's the only person here Uh that hasn't been vaccinated either and i think he's just a super spreader over there (laughs) i think that's just what he's got going on (laughs) super healthy yeah 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 Yeah. so but yeah we
3: we we had it we we took the rounds yeah
0: i'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure we got i mean we got she got tested and like our kids well everyone felt sick right we we're all sick with Just something a cold, but she gets, yeah, but like a gnarly, cold. you know, Got yeah. tested and came back not negative, negative I'm but I'm like, nah, there's weird. no way. Well, here's <laughs> some, <laughs> no way.
1: here's some apple for you guys. Uh, some info. So, uh, and I wasn't going to re- reveal it until my video. I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but mm-hmm. so I've been constantly getting contacted by people. Like, why aren't you making videos right now? You know, your last time video has been this and that. And, uh, mm-hmm. so My video was gonna be an explanation video, you know, Mm -hmm. about what happened. And uh, the information is coming out here first on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, We caught COVID in November, Mm. our whole house did, except the baby, the baby was (laughs) fine. Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And the crazy thing about COVID is, because I had the flu before, you know, and uh, so um, it felt like the flu. It felt like the flu, but it was a little different. Mm I my like cognitively. It was, I, I couldn't really think Mm -hmm. like, even like I couldn't be, I couldn't be creative. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things why I couldn't really put together a video at that time. And, uh, it was kind of like a blessing in disguise too, because that time off I took off from work and creating videos, I was able to uh, nurture into this family time. Mm -hmm. And, um, and in my video, I'll kind of go more into it, but, um, you know, it was, something else like it was the flu of course you got sick and all that stuff but i tried to put two and two together and it just did not work mm-hmm. you know so uh, but that lasted for about a week and a half mm. and um after that you know and, and i try to get back into the normal daily routine, and, it, and i did it was just like you know being you know sick the flu mm-hmm. but maybe a little bit more severe mm-hmm. um but you know it was back to normal you know and uh no big deal after that mm. you know so but I mean, I feel fortunate still, like I said, it was a blessing yeah. in disguise because we were able to benefit in other ways because of that. And we're yeah. trying to look mm. at the positive side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but yeah, now it's like, now I'm ready. And, I, and I, uh, I posted sneak peeks on my Instagram, you know, being here and stuff and mm-hmm. getting all these messages, you know, even on my uh, most recent Instagram post, you know, um, I don't know how many messages I received from there. Like, when are you making videos again? You know, I'm like, wow. I'm back. I'm ready. I feel creative again. And this this right here is what's given me the inspiration and juices being here with you guys right now too you awesome. know oh, awesome. and this build yeah. and everything so um you guys a big catalyst for that awesome but uh Whoa. but yeah so that's that's what happened and um so i can see why you know people would try to be take precautions when it was for starting sure. you know and uh i mean it, it'll knock your knock on your butt mm-hmm. you oh know? yeah and so that's, Dude,
3: that's the crazy the second thing about Pfizer it shot too. Knocked
0: me on my butt.
3: That was well. There's such a varied response, like that. There is, and because I that's know right, people really that is. have similar experience as you, you know, that some lingering stuff, like long term. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just been really hard. You know, the long haulers kind mm-hmm. of stuff going on for them. It's been really hard, and then well, we we know people that passed away too, several. So yeah, yeah, it's just kind of that that variation of how different people can be affected and yeah it was i think one of the scary parts so i totally yeah see why yeah people felt that way
0: i think yeah that and we'll see the lingering we're feeling i mean to bring it all back around like with the chip shortage and stuff mm-hmm. that's the those are the results results of of what covid's doing and mm-hmm. what right. you know that's the hard part i mean china china tried a very intense lockdown structure and um I actually was more, I was more like, we should just go Sweden style and let's just get this party over with. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, Let's see if we can burn through it in the summertime, because once it hits winter, it's going to get nasty. But I mean, they're coming into summer. Fortunately, we're all coming into summer. Everyone's vitamin D is going to go up unless you're in the Southern part of the hemisphere. Maybe it's going to be a different story for those Aussies. (laughs) So, but you know. Hopefully we're getting towards the end and things yeah. will start getting better. Perfect. I think I normal. think we are, yeah. you know, I think we're moving to a normaler spot. I think with the economy, US economy, you're seeing, you know, they're doing everything they can to deal with that. When well, wasn't um, there a
1: fire in the chip in the warehouse or something like that in in China where they were manufacturing the chips? And-
0: if there was That's crazy because there is so many crazy things like that going going on right now. Like there's like, they're like, okay, so the breadbasket of the world is at war right now or not world, but you know, Europe, right? Mm -hmm. Ukraine's having its war problems. And so they're not able to plant their crops. And so that's going to cause a shortage. But then there's like 10 plants around the United States. Like two of them got hit by airplanes and lit on fire that are food processing plants. And it just makes you go like, isn't this kind of weird? And then like yeah. this one, a boiler exploded and this one just lit on fire. And you're like, this is getting kind of weird, right? <laughs> well, so. it, you go grocery shopping, you feel it, right? Oh, I mean, sure. it,
1: oh, food, yeah. I, I mean, we, we probably go weeks worth of grocery shopping and we're paying like three to 500 bucks i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah that, that's ridiculous mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no
0: actually, and stuff's out is, all the time like this is a good is
3: not a thing before but
0: a good moment of talking about this too is that so with materials prices our anticipation we had to do two price increases last year mm-hmm. and um we i am very reluctant to do price increases i don't like doing it because i feel like it it pulls opportunity from a whole segment of people, right? right. That might want to get my product and I want to get it in as many hands as, as possible. Um, so I don't want to just do one of these, like it's only available to the, to the elite. Right. Um, but when you have to do a price increase, you do a price increase. And our anticipation was that, okay, we're going to be pretty safe. And then we're going to come around to the the first of the year. We're going to be able to, um, either lower prices or, um, just do more discounts, more sales and stuff and get it out to the people. But And even still, we're still doing sales, but, um, with the gas prices going up, our shipping prices have gone way Way up. up. We haven't Mm -hmm. increased them so much. I don't think have we, we haven't done anything to increase them. So we're just kind of eating that. But, but... um, yeah, the other thing that was crazy is that steel was supposed to go down. We were expecting a 20 to 30% correction in steel and it went up Yeah, and that was crazy. That was like totally unexpected. So now we're sitting there going, well, we don't want to do another price yeah. increase. So we're, we're, we're trying to hold it off and we're just going to hold it for as long as we can, um, with anticipation that there will, cause things do need to slow down. I mean, yeah. they really do need to, and there's some speculation of why things are getting more expensive. Some of it has to do with China change some of what their, um, their manufacturing processes were for smeltering steel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm anyway we'll see what happens yeah. but yeah it's 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 pretty interesting people are feeling it people are yeah. feeling it everyone's Absolutely. kind of feeling it and hopefully hopefully it, it can get better here but yeah we'll see yeah always yeah. pray for better outcomes
1: well the thing is like something like this is really unprecedented right so oh, yeah we don't really have a track record to refer okay. back to mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're just kind of seeing as you go like you said Great. we just we don't know you know and yeah. um but at the same time i think adaptation is important too mm-hmm. and you know and i i respect i respect the fact that you don't want to raise your prices because you want to you know have that consumer base but at the same time if your shipping costs you know material costs are increasing mm-hmm. as a business like you're at a very tough position right yeah and it's it's not just materials and all that stuff like, even like airfare I've, I've been looking it up and it like tripled oh, yeah is isn't that crazy crazy right and weird. And what is it for is it because of the the gas fuel for the jets that's or... part of it. It's pilot shortage too pilot shortage so yeah. everything is just like there's a shortage <laughs> yeah. of everything it's just yeah. weird it sure I mean, <laughs> i'm weird. surprised there's two of you at this podcast <laughs> 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 you know so it's like man um so we're we're just kind of kind of rolling with the punches right yeah mm-hmm. yep and uh just knock on wood oh. uh, you know things
0: work out okay yeah It'll yeah.
3: take a while, but I think
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm Forget, very. I'm realizing normal. I'm much more optimistic than I thought I was, <laughs> like <laughs> lately. I'm like I'm very. A, I'm a really Depends optimistic on who you're person. Comparing it to, I guess. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it is too. I'm sure you could find. You know, the dude on Lego. What is that Lego movie? He's pretty optimistic. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't remember his character. I don't know why I brought him up. Oh, I was. I you.
3: Everything, it, is awesome. is everything is everything awesome. Everything
0: is awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything. yeah, okay, yeah. see. Okay. Everything's yeah. cool, and you're part of a team. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do
1: you think's causing it? Or what do you what? think is kind of moving you in that direction of optimism? My optimism?
0: Yeah. Stupidity. Probably. <laughs> I mean, ignorance, <laughs> just I blind know. ignorance. just yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, being, being unhappy about stuff is never fun. So well, let's just what's, go with
3: the, what's the value and there you being go. Negative. I, I mean, do.
0: I do like, ask myself those you're questions. You're not really attracting. What is the value? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So. Good question to ask yourself out there, kids. What's yeah. the value in it? True. it's a good thing to good thing to go with what's the value
1: well what good really comes out of it you know yeah. right? at the end of the day yeah you know yeah. exactly um, people will say sometimes pessimists are, are realists but mm-hmm. i mean so are optimists
3: right?
2: think, yeah, you know, yeah 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 it yeah.
1: depends on how you look at the class you know the the old saying half will yeah.
0: half empty mm-hmm. for sure perspective i would go with it's usually enough right (laughs) at least i can get some at least i can take a drink right (laughs) yeah you're
1: balanced with you You have a little bit extra
0: yeah Yeah. exactly i mean well i can drink it obviously so it's not that bad i mean it's
1: So, um, I had a question for you guys. Yes, I think yes. I to ask it. Um, good. And I want to ask you on my interview, but I guess I'll just take it. You spaced from here, it or something or go ahead. I totally forgot it. Um, so where do you see expedition one going in a few years from now? Like what, it's a what, glorious question. Yeah.
2: <laughs> glorious. I,
1: was, I was really,
0: you know, that's like, a good question.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so our future goals and plans is just to try and keep expanding and growing our product line. We're trying to get more product available for more vehicles. Um, and vehicles that we haven't done like we're doing the new frontiers we hadn't really we, we did the x and that was one of those things where yeah. I was like oh that was that seemed to work out okay so we gave that a shot and we liked it and x-terra people are liking our front bumpers so we we're like well They've you know the frontiers I looked at the frontiers I was pretty impressed with them so I'm like let's do the frontiers and mm-hmm. um our plan is just to keep developing new products and and get our products available for as many vehicles as possible and grow and
3: and 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 get them out to people faster that's really what we're our lead times we we have done
0: so much work to do that yeah yeah Yeah. like part of my time today like when i was because i'd be in and i'd help with the install for little bits in here and the rest of my time was trying to fix some of our equipment that uh uh i'd crashed a machine it wasn't (laughs) totally my fault so but i will take responsibility but You know, it was fixing a machine, getting it back up and running. And that machine's a key part of, uh, uh, speeding up and getting our product out faster and quicker. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing a lot of work to, to speed up our output. So we just, we can get more product out to people faster. Now,
1: when you say expand, it's just expanding to different vehicles or products as in like other kinds
0: of products for
1: vehicles or.
0: We, so I tend to stick with what I know. Like Mm -hmm. I've had people ask me like, Hey, will you do, um, inner fender well linings for like Jeeps? And I just say, no, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, there's, there's five or six different, there's probably 20 companies doing them. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's some that I'm like, that's an awesome design. I think that's really cool. But then from my personal opinion, I'm like, I don't get why people replace those to me. Like, you're putting aluminum in there and that looks fancy and pretty and stuff like that but then i'm just going to spit mud up in there aluminum is going to corrode it's going to tarnish and look like crap mm-hmm. did i gain a lot by putting that in there i'm not sure if i really gained the plastic was fine i didn't care if my tire ripped it up so that's yeah. that's kind of a thing i have a logic thought process i go through and i just ask myself like do i care enough to do this and in certain circumstances people come up with ideas and they're like what about this and i go okay yeah let me give it a shot and it and it makes sense for what we produce but um in in other senses i'm just like "Eh, i'm gonna stick with what we know i know i know something that we will be doing or like we haven't done rocker guards for full sizes we're gonna be doing rocker guards for full sizes that's Mm -hmm. gonna start happening um another thing um I don't want to give too much away, but we are going to start doing kind of uh, some hybrid brush guard type things. Hybrid as material? Hybrid, Hi- hybrid as in um, probably light tubular hmm. mixed with steel. So they will be multifunction kind of things, but more of a tubular style brush guard type thing rather hmm. than a full bumper replacement. And so um, all, so all your, right now what you utilize
1: is mostly steel for... Your- yeah. Okay. Is there a specific reason for that? There's
0: a great reason I'll, I'll I'll share with you. Yeah. So (laughs) for us here's here for me, this is how this works. Okay. So steel is, I think steel is one of the best materials ever conceived by mankind. Mm -hmm. Um, Aluminum is a great material too. It's amazing. Um, If I wanted to build an airplane, it's going to be made out of aluminum and carbon fiber and titanium. Mm -hmm. Um, But the reason why, so I'll give you a few reasons why. So first of all, when it comes to aluminum, aluminum is one third the weight of steel. So a lot lighter, Mm. but it's also one third the strength of steel. Mm. So if I want to make a bumper out of aluminum and I'm going to properly make it strong, I need to increase the thickness of my materials everywhere and I need to make it more robust. Okay. Aluminum is also harder to work with as far as, um, the welding process can be a little bit more, uh, taxing, a little mm-hmm. more. And, and as far as making welds pretty, it's a little harder. Mm-hmm. You have to do a little bit more work to make a pretty weld. And on top of that, it's just more time consuming. And when it comes to, if you're grinding aluminum, you wouldn't think so. Cause it's a softer material, but, um, it is, it takes longer to grind. So it's a longer to process material and it is also you, it is not nearly strong. Like you, you really effectively, if you wanted to take apples to apples and say, okay, we're going to take the same style, look and shape. And we want this to have the same strength as a steel bumper. You're going to have to at least double its thickness. Right. And so then it's like, okay, so now you double the thickness of it. So it was one third the weight, but now it's only two thirds the weight. Okay. So weight savings is nice but then now my expense has gone way up. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And now, so it's not only is it much more expensive and it's also, um, you know, those factors compound, but at the same time, a lot of people are under the illusion that aluminum does not corrode. And it does, it turns white and flaky and it turns into a white powder instead of a red powder. So no, it doesn't rust. That's correct. Rust is conclusive to steel, um, or iron, but it does a different thing, it oxidizes, and its oxidization turns, turns it white. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people, they really love the idea of what aluminum will give. And quite honestly, I love the idea of what aluminum will give too, if aluminum didn't cost you know twice as much as steel, and then require so much more processing and so much more work to actually create and build and stuff like that. And for mm-hmm. the complexity that we put in the style of our bumpers, if we wanted to simplify them a ton, I make them really basic and simple and not, not have as much style. Require people to do a lot more different things like cutting and trimming and things like that. Um, and we are just making them thin doing, doing the things where people are doing like hidden, winch mounts, um, which I'm kind of anti hidden, winch mount, um, like the one on yours, it's relatively hidden, except for, I have like a window where you can see, and you can see the cable spool Yeah, and you have to, you really need that because you've got to be able to, if you're really going to do recovery and you're really going to do this stuff. You need to be able to manage your cable right. if you don't properly manage your cable your 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 cable can blow your bumper and winch apart right and put you in a mess and that's
3: mm-hmm. one of the key facts is that our products are designed for mounting a winch for the most yeah, part and for recovery that's that's is why that's like, superior yeah. for them they want scenario. light bumpers that's i mean right.
0: Yeah, I'm open to doing all sorts of things, right. But it's like, just with what we have, with our time, with our capabilities and with with the demand point, we've talked about doing bumpers that are more flashy and stuff like that, but it's just kind of not Expedition One, you know? The name name kind of says it all. Like the point is to really have that brand that's about getting out there, that's about experiencing um, the outdoors and the world. And uh, even if it is in a Toyota Corolla, camera you know what i mean (laughs) yeah even though we you know not a lot of aftermarket needs for those vehicles particularly but i mean we we want um people to the key is for people to be able to go out there to experience it but also get home safely and to have that added piece of uh peace of mind and reliability to to get them home yeah
1: and i and i told you earlier too like it's a good balance of function and form and you know uh, people who follow my channel know that i don't like the candy sugarcoat stuff right like mm-hmm. and it's true because there are some nice looking bumpers out there and sure. i'll admit they look really nice but if you were to get into a situation where you actually needed the bumper to be functional you're gonna mm-hmm. actually be in a worse off situation in terms of cost and even trying to get out of that situation mm-hmm. so um, and that's what I noticed about this bumper that's on the Ram. It's just, it's, just, it's a great balance. You know, it looks great. Yeah. I, I, man, I'm still blown away by it, but it's functional. Like the, the, the strap the hoops that you have in the front mm-hmm. bumper, as well as the, uh, the circuit for the, for the rings and mm-hmm. the hooks,
0: the D rings. yeah. And
1: they're, I mean, they're solid. They're in place and you have extra, uh, reinforcements in the, in the frame of the truck to, right. You added mm-hmm. mounts like that. I mean, yeah. that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, anyone was looking for something that's functional and reliable in that aspect and it'll do the job but still look good i mean where else can they really look
0: well thanks for saying oh, that. that's just yeah, my no, yeah. opinion but... I, like, I like your opinion so good <laughs> yeah i'm a fan so yeah no we uh we do our best to that's build the best product for. we can yeah mm-hmm. so that's what we're about and yeah, i mean we we i i founded it and with you know I, I pulled my dad in i should have my dad on podcast yeah It'd be fun <laughs> um i pulled him in used his retirement to kind of you know fund the company and fund the growth and so we bootstrapped it you know what i mean and um with bootstrapping you got to be careful with cash flow and you got your limitations and stuff but i mean we'll grow as much as we can with with what we've got and mm-hmm. we've got plans for the future mm-hmm. and um i think you know if you want i mean you probably haven't been to sema right i haven't okay so you probably need to do that yeah Yeah. you'll enjoy that you could go as yourself of course but if you need help getting in i know a guy um (laughs) but um hopefully we'll have some new cool stuff there there's we're gonna so the Overland Expos that was one thing I was gonna talk about. Are you gonna do any of the Overland Expos? Are you planning on? Yeah, it?
1: I'm. I'm trying to make more of an effort to go. So the one in Bend in July, I'll be going. Um okay. So uh, like it was crazy because I was posting um, some sneak peeks on my Instagram, and um, I know the marketing guy decked, and you know we mm-hmm. have like a more relationship now uh he said hey you want to put that uh car in, in our booth you know at that mm-hmm. and i was like sure why not you know Might. i said there's some pinstriping on there is that okay he said that's even better yeah <laughs> he's a really cool dude um and uh so yeah i'll be there and uh and yeah. i want to go to more you know and i'm yeah. trying to free up some time to do that and um yeah i would i was actually wanting to go to flagstaff because i haven't been mm-hmm. um and like the overland rally and like leavenworth i hear mm-hmm. all the stories about um mm. i wanted to attend that and yeah, I'm going to try to make more of an effort to go to those shows. Yeah, And actually, awesome. my viewers ask me to go to those shows because, you know, they, they want, want to, to talk them. about the truck. Mm-hmm. Not me. want to chat with more you. More of the <laughs> truck rather than me. But I, it's okay. I asked for it.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. No, I mean, I think I, I asked just because, I mean, we'll probably be introducing. We're going to be introducing a lot of new product as we go to these shows um the ben stuff will probably have some new product and then we're coming around to sema we'll have new product and a lot of new stuff that's we're going to bring out this year so we're pretty excited any like hints um other well i kind of hinted at the frontier a little bit yeah you you pretty much put that one out there yeah that one's that one's going to be cool i think the frontier i'm actually really impressed with the with the frontier the new the new one they've got um We just, it was, we just got it lifted, the one that we have, and Mm -hmm. we're going to start the, I got the rocker guards in development and we're going to start doing a lot more stuff. But beyond that, I'm trying to think how much I want to, so I would just expect, hopefully if all goes well, we will have a full size, very large SUV (laughs) and it will be really big and awesome and beautiful. That's the mm-hmm. plan. That'll be and that will hopefully be in our booth. Um but then um there's a few other things that we're working on with some of indirectly with some OEMs um Ooh, nice. through people that hopefully um I'm going to go borrow. I'm going to be bringing in a, a new SUV here pretty soon, probably next <laughs> month. And I'm going to be ripping it apart and scanning the whole thing and Uh, hopefully that one ends up at SEMA. That's the, that's the idea. It's not like guaranteed, but it wouldn't be in our booth. It would be in, in their booth, but hopefully, and hopefully it has our stuff on it. That isn't guaranteed either, but we got, we got some stuff in the works. You
1: had one, uh, this past one on a Tacoma, right? Um, at SEMA. Did we have a Tacoma at SEMA? Or was it a Tundra? I I think it was a Toyota. Oh, in the Toyota booth. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: that That's was a right. land build. Yeah,
0: that was a yeah, yeah, that was. Tacoma. That was right. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, was. One. That's true. Yep, we did. Yep. Yeah. That, that
3: was actually we kind of a cool... We kind of had of the cool. back
0: end of the vehicle. ARB had the front end. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was we had kind the skid plates. Yeah. Split little thing.
3: It, it was actually really cool because we, we didn't know the extent of the, the whole presentation that they were going to do with that Tacoma. So... Um, we caught we it. Had no idea. We, we actually just happened to stop awesome. by the right It was one of those where we were just like, we were Glad wandering we around.
0: We, we had to go, we, we did the truck show podcast real quick and like, what should we do? And we're like, oh, Toyota is doing a press event here pretty soon. <laughs> we're like, oh, like 10 minutes. Well, let's walk over there. So we walked over there. I'm like, oh, they got everything roped off. This is kind of cool. There's cars, trucks with, with sheets on them. I'm like, where, I wonder, where's the truck I wonder where the truck oh. we were part of. <laughs> I wonder where it is. And I'm like, oh, I think, I think it's in front of us, and then there's a whole unveil. This whole thing big thing event like, really happens. Cool. <laughs> Everyone veils in. They're pulling sheets off, and I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. Yeah, and we're yeah, talking right. about that our stuff. Neat. I was like, oh, that was neat. Yeah. So cool. we had we had our our bumpers on our rear bumper on Kevin Costner's truck too. His Tundra, and, um, which oh was yeah, in the yeah.
3: like, was it a year before? It or was. Maybe I think two it was two CMOS years before. before. Yeah, yeah, it was
0: before like, it was before COVID. Yeah. Killed. You know. Right. Got all rampant, but yeah, that one was cool. That was one I wasn't too sure about. It that was funny. Because it was like so many contacts us and they're like, hey, we're building this truck for Kevin Costner and it's going to be in Toyota's booth. And, we're like, and I was like, really? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. and they're yeah. Like, whatever, dude, this is so ridiculous. But I'm like, well, we can't really, this one's a hard one for us to verify, but okay, they're, they're established, legitimate, you know, we can look them up. Okay, they seem pretty legit. Okay, let's go ahead and send it to them. So yeah. we sent them bumpers and then it was like, you know, we should check and see if that actually happened. So we wander oh, down wow. in the booth, and I'm oh, like, no. "Oh, cool!" and "Oh, wow!" It really was for Kevin Costner. No way! Yeah, I was like, okay. I was pretty happy about that one too. Yeah, <laughs> right on. It's cool. Yeah, it's interesting how sometimes that stuff plays through, but
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, That was cool. So Jeez. there's our lull. Should we end it? Should we keep talking? What do you want to do? I'm We've been going, going an flow. hour here, man. So that's mm-hmm. pretty has good. it been an that's, hour already? It's been an hour. Yeah, podcasts are pretty. Yeah, pretty good. You got you, what? What are you doing? Are you like? Sleeping at a, are you camping tonight? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm at uh, hotel this, in it.
1: This cabin up. Um, let me look at the name, but it's pretty cool. It's uh about nice. 20 minutes northeast of here, past Eden. Oh, in
0: the
2: okay. valley. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We call it the valley, the yeah, valley which is weird because yeah. yeah. it's like up in the mountains. Yeah, yeah.
3: what we call it the valley. It's
1: yes, a nice area. So what I was actually <laughs> initially planning to do was I was gonna do like a video of me sleeping and camping on the way here, and then after the build, sleeping camping right, right. on the way back. But I was like. I didn't get that much time off of work. And then I, you know, honestly, when it really comes down to it, like when you go camping, you don't sleep as well as when you're on a bed, mm. <laughs> you know, and I didn't want to be like 50% functional during this, you know, build and filming. <laughs> so I said, okay. And plus my drive was 12 hours each way. Yeah. So yeah. I like, yeah. if I decide to do it in one day, which I, which I'm planning to do. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm just gonna gun it there, sleep, do the build go back to the hotel sleep and leave early tomorrow morning because mm-hmm. I miss my wife and baby Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very and, wise. Uh, and just do that. So uh, yeah, I'm staying there for two nights. So after this, I'm going to go back there sleep, just relax. And then tomorrow morning, early morning, head out. And, uh, hopefully, you know, I'll get, I'll maybe go a little bit faster and get there in 11 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, the time it's drive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: it is, but well, I would say be safe on your travels. Thank you. Yeah. It's great for having great, great having you here. Nice meeting you. Great meeting you. Likewise. Hope to see you at more shows and stuff like that. I mean, Absolutely. It's, uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe we can, we try and get out here and there, but it's very rare. But <laughs> we would like to, uh, we'd like to do more stuff like that. I mean, w- what we're planning on doing with Ben is we're going to, at the Ben show, we're going to go to the show. But then I think we're going to explore the coast a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It is, man. I mean, Oregon is really, I'd never really been there. I think I was there, went there when I was a little kid. And so it was really neat to uh, to go there. We went there with a friend of mine, with a crew of people. And um, one of the coolest parts of it for me was we came up a sand dune. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, just drive up that way. And it was all being filmed for a TV show that may air someday. Okay, anyway. So driving up this thing and I come over the top of this dune and it was one of the coolest things ever was just there's the ocean right there just like mm-hmm. boom right there and i'm looking at the pacific ocean i was like wow we're gonna drive alongside the pacific ocean that was really mm-hmm. cool
1: was it's that really the uh, the florence
3: florence yeah yeah, oh, yeah. well mm-hmm.
0: i've been yeah. there once and it's yeah beautiful yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. so nice area. i'm like i need to get out and explore more it was it's moments like that that really like when you when you've been I don't know if you're somebody that's stuck in a cubicle, that's even worse. But you know what I mean? When you're working Mm. constantly and you're just, it's, you're focused on work and then you just have those moments and you haven't had them, you know, since maybe you were a kid, right. And you experience them. It's the stuff that really, it tells you, you need more of it, right. You just need to draw more. There was one of the, one other point that was similar to this, which to me was we were on our way to SEMA. And I can't remember remember why we pulled off, but it was one of, one of my guys and I, we pulled off and I think we heard a noise in one of the cars and we were trying to figure out what the noise is from or something like that. Right. And we pull off and we get off the side of the road and we're on I-15 in the middle of Utah, but no city around at all, just off of a ranch exit. And I was enjoying the air and i looked up and i'm like holy cow there are so many stars That i was blown away mm. with how many stars there were and um i was just like man i need to i need to get out here more yeah. because it just was so enriching so yeah, yeah. here's to those moments right well there's
1: exactly. a there's a place called the albert desert in oregon um mm-hmm. southeast oregon and it's considered one of the darkest places on in the country so people like to go there for constellation and Mm -hmm. you know like uh stargazing and stuff so and because it's the desert it's a desert playa right you see stars from the horizon like ground level all the way to the other side into the ground just all around you yeah and it's like bright because it's so dark there uh definitely a place i'd recommend i've done a few meetups out there and people have driven out there and it's it's unreal
0: when's the best time to go summertime
1: I would not recommend summertime because oh. it gets really hot <laughs> oh, really? Out yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, it's Oregon, but yeah, it's still the desert mm. and, uh, it's actually, it would used to be a lake bed, but it all dried up okay. um, so, but at the same time, don't go the winter because it'll rain and it'll just turn to mud and people have gotten stuck there mm. and they had to call rescue teams to go out there. The crazy thing is it's in the middle of nowhere. So like maybe spring yeah. or in the fall when it's not as rainy. Yeah. But the crazy thing is over there, you get one of the best cell phone receptions in the middle of nowhere. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. There's a place called the Steens Mountains that's like, so from the desert, you look up and you see snow-capped mountains, right? Which it's beautiful sight. If you just look up our desert, you'll see pictures on Instagram and stuff. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a cell phone tower for some reason around there in that mountain. And I don't know why they have it there, but you're in the middle of the plane, like and at, at night, and you got like four bars <laughs> with Verizon, anyways. Best yeah. of both worlds. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so no, it's, fantastic. it's definitely a cool place if you like those kind of things. Like what start, was it called it? again? You said like Albert Desert. Albert. A L V O R D. Albert
0: okay. Desert. Yeah. We might have drove through there when we were on our way back. I don't know because we were out in awesome. the middle of nowhere'sville for quite a bit of it, but mm-hmm. it's hard to say. Yeah. So there's a lot of that in Oregon. I guess. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah oregon's pretty it's a it's a cool it was i think i've been there when i was a kid because i remember going to the fred meyer inn when i was really little and there was this guy there that i was like that's a really unique guy and um i'm he is unique when i was probably like you know six years old and i thought he was a really no i was probably five years old four years old he and i just thought this guy's a really neat interesting guy And now I'm older and I know the guy's, I think he's autistic, right? But when we went there to Medford, we went to that Fred Meyer and I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's that same guy. (laughs) And it was tripping me out and he was way older, but the guy knew everything about everything at that Fred Meyer and I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is so crazy. That's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I just remember thinking, (laughs) wow, that is really, this guy's been at Fred Meyer for like 30 40 years or something mm-hmm. and i'm, I'm cool. sitting here seeing this guy still working he's a super super cool guy anyway yeah bit of a bit of a side note but <laughs> yeah oregon is a uh, I i think it's a beautiful beautiful place so i look forward to it so if you're going to be at the ben show yes we'll see you at the ben show absolutely yeah. i look forward to that and uh yeah. that'll be cool yeah so yeah
1: yeah and well, uh, yeah i'd be you know happy to direct people because i know people will ask questions about you know the bumper and the swing on the front and rear and all that
0: I'd be mean, like, their booth is right over there. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have quite a, few, quite a few cars there, right? We're going to have three vehicles. Will we have three?
3: It depends on... Is, is,
0: are we putting stuff in Falcon? Is Falcon gone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we'll have three vehicles there. So, yeah. yeah, we'll have a few for sure. We'll have a few. Yeah, I'm going to make my teenage son drive to Oregon. He's going to love it. <laughs> I say that he hates driving. He, yeah. I don't think he likes it, but yeah. that's what he needs to do. He needs to go on a nice, big, long drive and stay awake the whole time. So it's uh I'll say this, driving
1: over here it's, it's brutal. <laughs> it, it can be. It can mm-hmm. be. There's a lot of places where it's just kind of open planes mm-hmm. and stuff and it can it's beautiful when you first encounter it. And then it gets kind of old over time. Yeah. But you know, I mean you can listen to podcasts in the car and or just listen to stereo or you know whatever. But uh as soon as I got into like Utah area i saw the mountains and all that and i was like man this, and i told you it's yeah. beautiful yeah. you know but um oregon will be like that too leaving here you go through the plains and then you'll start yeah. encountering the
0: mountains and then it'll it'll get better yeah. So, <laughs> yeah yeah
3: there's a stretch through nevada that's a little rough
0: I There's think a, on the dude, way on wh- our way <laughs> the roughest stretch is wyoming what is that is that i-80 through wyoming um We were driving. We had to go pick up a tundra for SEMA that we were building for SEMA. We went and picked it up. It turned into our uh, stormtrooper tundra. Anyway, we're in. Yeah, we we flew out to Denver. We're driving home, and we're in Wyoming. And I'm like, oh, we should be pretty close to Utah by now, right? And I like look down, and I'm like, it's only been an hour. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most boring. (laughs) This is like the most boring stretch of highway on the planet. Yeah, that's a pretty bad one. Yeah, but okay thanks for coming yeah yeah thanks yeah, for having awesome me here to have you. edward it's it's, yeah it's cool to have you for sure i'm going to start following you because i want to see more stuff you're doing yeah thank and you. Yeah. uh we'll check you out and uh yeah thanks for being on the podcast thanks for choosing us oh choosing thank, our you product. For, thank you for choosing me yeah.
1: <laughs> or you know and uh i'm excited i know my followers are going to be excited um you know it's you know what's funny is like okay so i work with other sponsors and stuff like that yeah and uh it's tricky right they they want to you know kind of have their products be seen and stuff like that you know and uh i have different like wallet sponsors and you know different parts of the car and stuff like that but the thing is my channel is predominantly around this rig you -hmm. know and uh a lot of my shots showing the rig approaching the camera leaving the camera Mm -hmm. you know setting up camp opening up the tailgate and all that so it's like and I'm and I can't wait to show all that, you know? Yeah. And it's it's just elevated the aesthetics of the truck too. And I feel more confident now because I had a winch on my Tundra. Mm. The RAM, I didn't have it since I bought it. So there are times mm. where I go out in the snow and I'm just kinda feeling like, Ugh, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. recovery ropes can only do so much. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> want that added insurance nice. right there. Yeah. 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 It's like a medical kit. You don't want to use it at, you know, mm-hmm. but right. it's good to have, Yeah, it makes the adventure more enjoyable, you know, mm-hmm. cause with that peace of mind, it's priceless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah.
0: Awesome, great. man. Yeah, well, so, thanks for being on the show, man. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And um, maybe we can do it again sometime. Yeah, we'll yeah, keep in great. touch. Try to yeah. make we'll it outfit your morning. Tundra when you get one. Yeah, <laughs> one day.
1: <laughs> maybe if it's a, yeah, maybe let me crash my RAM first because yeah, a lot yeah. of people yeah. are expecting yeah. that right now. A lot of the Tundra <laughs> or, guys or just sell it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't <laughs> don't I sell, crash it's don't
0: know if I It's a great man. I'll tell you, the Rams are great. We love but I don't know. They're, Tundras, they're smooth rides. They are smooth rides. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you, I mean, my, my new favorite full size is the new Tundra. Yeah. It, it for sure is. So, yeah. That's why I think you'll be getting one. That's why I look forward to outfitting yours. Hey, never sick.
1: say, for me, never say never. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I
0: don't know. It might happen. <laughs> Toyota will keep that for, they'll keep that style for years. To come, I, I, got a,
1: I got a couple of Tundra guys who still follow me. Actually, a lot of the Tundra guys still follow me. And then they leave comments once in a while. and goes, Hey, why don't you do another shooter by, by the tree <laughs> with the Ram? <laughs> no. <laughs> and they always want me to try to get the Tundra again. So, yeah, you just never know. It might happen. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I will say this if I do, knock on what doesn't happen. And I don't want it to happen. <laughs> but if something happens to the Ram yeah, due to some unfortunate circumstance, Probably one of the first places I'll look is in the Tundra direction, Mm -hmm. whether it's the old or new one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The new one, you'll like it. Yeah. Once you sit in, it's going to mess you up.
1: I know. It'll ruin you. I (laughs) I know. I feel like I'm like cheating on my Ram if I sat in the Tundra, you know? So I don't know. It's tough. (laughs) But yeah, but thank you. Thank you for everything. Uh, The front and back looks superb, outstanding. Never thought I could even imagine it to look that way. Um, I'm excited to share it with my, my people. awesome uh, yeah this is great time
0: yeah awesome well thanks man all right thanks for being on the show and uh everybody for watching chiming in thanks for watching and we'll see you next time